from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get him, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. You've heard it many times in the show in the past. He is a very valuable resource when it comes to Notre Dame and college football in general. Riley Leonard, done deal there, Brian. Expected, but that's a relief. Yeah, it's good to get it over with, right? I mean, I, I kind of expected it to happen, knew it was going to happen, but when the fans kind of get fired up because he doesn't do it on their timeline, <laughs> you've got to kind of put out those fires for a few days. But, uh, you know, the deal is done, and, and Notre Dame's got their quarterback, and you know, it's really the second year in a row that Notre Dame has kind of targeted a specific player, kind of above all others, and got him. And we'll see how this one turns out. Compare and contrast his skills with Sam Hartman. Well, I mean, they're, they're polar opposites. I mean, they're both – the thing they have in common that you hear from people when you talk to people awake and you hear from Duke is great kids, great leaders, team guys, you know, those type of things. And that's important for, for a transfer because you've got to be able to win a locker room. And if you're one of those guys that's kind of a – Look at me, I'm here to you know do my thing, I'm here to build up myself. That's going to not go well. Uh, so you hear all those good things. But as a player standpoint, Bill, they're, they're polar opposites. I mean, Riley's a kid that, that's got a lot of arm talent, in my opinion, still developing as a passer a little bit, you know, still learning progressions and a couple things. But a lot of arm talent can change arm angles. Guy that throws a lot of RPOs, uh, which I think is significant when you look at what I, what I believe Notre Dame's offense wants to be. But he's also a guy that's a dynamic playmaker. And, and a guy that, you know, ran for 699 yards and 13 touchdowns in 2022. A guy that had almost 100 yards rushing against Clemson, almost 100 yards rushing against Notre Dame. And so he brings a much different dual threat ability to the table, which when you look at the pickup of Deuce Knight as well, Bill, and you look at those two things together, those are the two quarterbacks that, that they've targeted since Jared Parker took over. I think it lets us know where he wants to take this offense compared to where it's been. What's the quarterback plan for the bowl game with Hartman out? Well, Steve Angeli will get the start. He's been the backup all year. He's done some nice things, you know, obviously coming off the bench and, and has thrown four touchdown passes, and, and he's done some nice things. He's a guy that's well-respected by the team, and, you know, he's got some quality talent. You know, and he's not a guy that I view as a, a player that's going to go to no, start at Notre Dame and lead them to a championship, you know, but he's a, you know, he's, he's – 
Drew Pine-ish, you know what I mean, as far as the ability, but I think he's got a little bit more arm talent, a little more size, and a little bit more athleticism than Drew. So uh, he's just young, and this is going to be a chance for him to kind of showcase himself to either one of two things, right? Either one is, hey, when we do have to have another quarterback battle in 2025, I'm that guy, or B, if Steve decides to enter the transfer portal, this is a chance for him to showcase himself and make himself a little bit more attractive in that regard either. Any chance Minchie gets some reps? There's a chance, but I, I my understanding is Notre Dame, this is kind of Steve's job. You know, Steve's going to go out there and win, and and, uh, and be the starter. Now, if, if the situation calls for it, do I think they'd hesitate to put in Kenny? No, I don't, but I don't believe this is going to be sort of like a – it's not going to be a quarterback rotation thing like we saw in 2014 with, uh, with Malik Zayer and Everett Colson when they played LSU at the Music City Bowl. The hope was Blake Fisher would come back, maybe let him have the left tackle job back, and then let him develop and be a higher draft pick. He's opting out. What's the offensive line plan? Well, obviously your your inside is going to be what it was the last sure. few games of the season, right? So at tackle, my understanding is it's just you're going to kind of plug and play the, the two backups. So you have Emil Wagner at right tackle. He's a young kid, talented, athletic, just undersized. He's about 288 pounds. And a really, lo- a really thin lower half. And then Tosh Baker at left tackle, you know, who's a guy that, that got, I believe, two starts in 2021, uh, before getting hurt himself. That was the year that they kind of couldn't find a left tackle. So Joe stepped, all stepped in because they kept getting hurt. Blake Fisher got hurt. Then Tosh Baker got hurt. Then Michael Carmody got hurt. And then finally Joe Walt took over. Um, but, uh, you know, Tosh is obviously a veteran kid, former highly ranked guy. So, uh, it's, it's a big question mark, but it, it, it also is, is kind of a bonus for Notre Dame as far as a preview for next year because obviously you're not going to have, you know, you're probably not going to have Joe Walt next season either. And so I, I expect that to be uh, the, the new look offensive line for Notre Dame in the bowl game. I knew in about two reps when Joe Walt got that job as a freshman, they were much better with him. In oh, the, yeah. Yeah. Immediately. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it was, Bill. I mean, it was. You don't see freshmen come in that often that just are solid technicians, right? And that's what Joe was. And of course, he was long and and a quality athlete. But you could tell that this kid grew up in the home of a of a ten year NFL veteran left offensive tackle, you know, which which he did with his dad, his dad, uh, his dad John. But it was it's and it changed our season too, Bill. I mean, you, you remember Notre Dame was kind of you know barely beat Toledo and. And pulled away from Wisconsin late. They, their offensive line was struggling, but when they inserted Joe Walt and Andrew Kristoffic into the starting lineup, that really solidified things. And that Notre Dame team made a really good run down the stretch of that season. Howard Cross on the defensive line had a breakout year, and has said he's coming back. I want you to talk about that. And is there anything new on number ninety-nine, Riley Mills? Nothing new officially, but but everything that we've gathered from our intel and our sources is that they do expect him back. As of right now, now as you know, Bill, things can always change, yeah. right? So at this point, I don't say anything anything definitively, but everything that I'm hearing is that 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 that's the plan that he plans to come back. And so, you know, Howard Cross and Riley Mills side by side on what's going to be a relatively young defense next year, but a very athletic and talented defense. You know, we're going to finally see the fruits of Marcus Freeman's recruiting labor paying off a little bit. Uh, so you get those two guys back in the middle because look, Bill. You, you look at the best teams in college football, with the exception of maybe the ones that just outscore people, you have to be good up the middle. You have to be good up the middle if you're going to have an elite defense. So, yes, you're going to have a lot of losses, but bringing back those two guys right up the middle plus all the depth that they're going to bring back, I mean, 
if Riley Mills comes back, which we expect him to, they're not going to lose a single guy from their defensive tackle rotation this season, which is going to be big and, and, a, and a good foundation to build your defense around. Brian Driscoll with us talking Notre Dame. Why did Rico Flores, true freshman, leave? I mean, he was recruited by Chancey Stuckey. That was kind of his guy. Um, that was the guy he wanted to play for. I, I think, you know, good kid. Rico's a good kid. But I just – I think he also looked at the future of the position and without the guy that was kind of, you know, the, the, his biggest advocate in the room, right? And you look at all the talent that they had on the roster and the talent they had coming in. And you know, I just think he wanted to get closer to home at that point in time since, since he wasn't going to get a play for the guy that recruited him to be here. But, uh, you know, there were no guarantees for Rico. He had a really good freshman year, but there were no guarantees that role was going to continue next year as they got healthier. And uh, I think he just saw it and said, hey, my, my name is big right now. You know, people, I'm going to be coveted right now. And so took advantage of that, and now you see taking visits. And, you know, good kid, good player, just – but at the same time, a position uh, – you know, a player that as much as I would have liked to have kept him, if you're going to say of all the freshmen, who – you know, who who would you have been the most okay leaving, it would have it would have been Rico. Mike Brown's the new wide receiver coach. They got it from Wisconsin, right? Yes, sir. Well, he was there at Wisconsin for one year, but then he was at Cincinnati from 20, 2019 to 2022. So he's a guy that coached with Marcus Freeman for a couple right. of years, and then obviously with Mark Mickens for a year, Mike Mickens for a year, and then obviously Gino Gadulli as well. Is that a good hire? I think so. I mean, look, you don't really know until every. It's like with players, Bill, right? A guy can be a good player. You don't know how he's going to do it in Notre Dame. It's a different animal, right? But everything that I've seen so far, I love. I mean, look. You know, you, you, I watched Cincinnati. You watched Cincinnati come into Notre Dame Stadium and whoop Notre Dame's butt. I watched those receivers just run circles around Notre Dame's DBs, and two, including uh, their slot guy just start, you know, spinning Kyle Hamilton into, into a circle as he beat Kyle Hamilton for a touchdown. And those three kids became a second, third, and a fourth-round draft pick at Cincinnati. And Mike Brown was the receivers coach on that. So when you break down the film, I love the development. They brought a kid over from Cincinnati this year to Wisconsin who had, like I think, like three career catches. He goes to Wisconsin, and he leads their team in catches with over 60, had over 600 yards. And so you watch them play. They're good technicians. They play hard. They know how to play the game. I've talked to people in the coaching business that know him, that have worked with him. They rave about his ability to teach. He's a great teacher. I've heard this phrase five or six times, Bill, great teacher, first thing you hear. And when you kind of look at where Notre Dame has been at receiver, that's so important because they haven't had that in a while. To be honest, I mean, really, since Mike Dembrock was the receivers coach, they really haven't had that kind of great teacher at the position, and to maximize the talent that they do have. And so, in that regard, I think it's a big pickup. We'll see what he can do, like on the recruiting trail and all that other kind of stuff. But just as far as teaching that position and getting players to play to their their best ability, it's got a proven track record. Transfer portal: Riley Leonard, done deal. Bo Collins coming over from Clemson. Got a kid, DB coming from Arizona State. How active are they other than those? No, oh, they're still working. They also got Chris Mitchell from who's a thousand yard receiver at Florida International this past right. year. They had a yeah. visit this past weekend from RJ Oban, who is a defensive end from Duke. They're a guy that they're they're pushing hard for him and uh, I think are in a good position now with him. So that'll be big. Kind of coming in and playing that Javante Jean Baptiste role. Right. Uh, they're also recruiting Mitch Jeter, who was the place kicker at South Carolina the last two years, went twenty three of twenty five. Uh very, very accurate kicker. Not a huge leg his two misses the past two years are both from 50 plus uh but for he's been a per he's perfect i think 21 of 21 on 49 and under so very accurate uh very accurate kicker and so they're pushing for him as well and then they're still looking for a third receiver who that's going to be i don't know 
but they they are interested in a third receiver if it's the right guy, and I still believe you're going to see them continue to scour the country for for safeties. Jordan Clark's more of a nickel for that Thomas Harper role. They're still looking for a guy that could maybe potentially come in and play on the back back end as one of the deep safeties. All right, a couple of rapid-fire items. Who's the best young receiver on that team right now, freshman from this last year? Best when healthy, Jaden Greathouse. Okay, Greathouse. Tennessee fan here in Collierville, which is West Tennessee, wants to know, Holden stays visited Tennessee. What kind of prospect is he? He's a talented kid. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a little bit more of a pass catcher first, blocker second. He's a guy that I think if used correctly and, and as he gets more experience, is not just a put him attached to him as a nine te- you know, block nine techniques. He can play slot. He can actually play outside. He's a really good route runner. He's got some good speed, good hands. He just has to continue to develop as, you know, he was a young kid, but very talented player. If he goes to Tennessee, that's a very good pickup for Tennessee in my opinion. Another question here from Jim in South Bend wants to know, of the recruits in this class of 24, who's the biggest impact player? Right away, Cam Williams, wide receiver from Illinois. Wide receiver, yeah. Brian, one more. There's the music booting us off. Any idea what that NBC contract's worth? I've heard a bunch of rumors, Bill, that range too great. Not even I, I couldn't even tell you, man. I mean, as far as anybody that's credible source, I haven't heard anything. Yet. I haven't either. All right, see you, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Bill. There he is, Brian Driscoll. Take the break. We'll clear the rest of the way on the Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Still a lot of traffic volume on 24 westbound and through the Hickory Hollow area that continues in from Rutherford County. It's still busy up here on the east side. 40 east up by Charlotte Pike. It's all from a wreck we had earlier that's since been moved over on 40 east just past 46th Avenue before you get up to 440. Still heavy 65 south at Trinity Lane. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is catering during this holiday season. Check them out online, princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. 
To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Fill the halls with shouts of winning, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Tis the season to be giving, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Instant games to friends and family, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Join the joyous cash prize carol, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. With top prizes up to $500,000, holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery make grand gifts. Find them at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer today. Please play and gift responsibly. This is the Greg Fogue and John Burton Show. Derek Henry's name. Yeah, I think this is the first of uh, several moves. I, I, I do. I yeah. think the Titans realize where they are. I think it's a reality check, and I think there could be more moves. I really do. You wake up one morning, you realize it's time to do some different things here. I think that's what it is, so I don't think they're done dealing. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. If it's the P5, the G5, or a neutral site game in Council Bluffs, the Bill King Show has it covered. Rolls around fast. Looking forward to meeting you folks who can get by. I think we'll have a nice little crowd there to hang out with and have some fun. We'll have some refreshments in the Bill King suite provided by our very good friend, Music City, Todd. Can't say enough good things about him. Todd has been a fantastic friend and met him from the Greg Polk Show. Yeah, that's how I met him. And uh, he has been a valuable resource for this show and the radio station in general. Many of you have met him. Many of you, when you need a room, will contact him to see what he's got. He is always happy to try and facilitate. That's how Josh got hooked up for his secret item that's going to happen here in a couple of weeks towards the end of the month of December Right here in the 615. Yes. Todd Rotermel, who is a big Buckeye fan. Did you know that? Yeah, he's from the Cleveland area. He's from Ohio. And uh, he's been in the hotel business for many, many, many years. Actually, Opryland before the Omni. And uh, remember a couple of years ago when the draft was held in Nashville and literally a half million people were downtown on Broadway at that event. Like a phenomenal crowd just down on Broadway. Urban Meyer was in town for the draft just to hang out. His buddy from high school was the GM at the time of the Omni. And Urban came by to hang out a little bit. Todd, the GM of the station, and Urban sat there and had breakfast together and hung out for a couple of hours. So Todd knows 
Ask Jabula Jesus. I've told you that story, I think. Yeah, Todd knows. Ask Jabula Jesus. Knows him. And they sat there and talked about the future. Now, this is several years before he took that job in Jacksonville and all that that whole mess. But And he was talking about his uh, health and all that. Doing, doing well. Was doing well. But, yeah, Todd's been an incredible partner of ours. And without him, we do not have this event. Yeah, all the rates that he provides, which could never, you could never get that rate, just randomly calling and trying to book a room there. And what all he supplies, it's it's been a phenomenal thing. We appreciate that very much. Todd's been a very, very good friend. John in L.A., except he's not in L.A. He's in Cabo. Yeah, he's in Cabo. Bill here in Cabo listening to the show on the app. Thanks for having Brian Driscoll on. Great segment. Sorry I can't be there tomorrow or Friday for commitments. I'll be listening. Go Irish. Yeah, Brian is the best Notre Dame info guy that I know. Remember before him, we always had on Lou Samoji, who was, and Lou was a really good info guy, but Lou was also probably most known as an absolute beast when it comes to Notre Dame history. Notre Dame history. I could take you away. I mean, when you think of Notre Dame, you thought of Lou Samoji, and Lou died a few years ago just heartbreakingly. I think he'd been playing tennis and, and heart, had a heart attack. Such a nice guy. I remember all those years, and this is before Patton was with us, but we had Lou. When I was in South Bend, he would go out of his way to make sure that I knew my way around and – you know, everything was taken care of. He he didn't have to do that. He just just sat there. It couldn't and he he didn't work for Notre Dame. Now he he might as well because he's that close to them. But yeah, it was Lou Samoji all those years. But yeah, Brian is just a fantastic Notre Dame resource. He's in it and around it and studies it every day and gives it to you. Gives it to you straight, in my opinion. Rob in the 614. Bill, so a year ago this time, we heard nothing but high-level praise for Sam Hartman from the Notre Dame experts. Then he has less than a stellar year. Same experts now telling us the next guy is the hero coming in, the next hero coming in. I'll believe it when I see it, Bill. Well, I mean, I think that's a fair critique. I don't think the Sam Hartman impact was what was anticipated. It wasn't. Now, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't a high-level impact. I think most of that was the transition of coordinators with Gerard Parker taking over. I don't think he did a very good job. When I would watch Notre Dame play this year, and this would be most of the time, maybe not every game, but most of the time I was wondering and trying to study what are they doing offensively? What is their goal here? 
What is it they're trying to accomplish? And other than feeding the ball to number seven, which is a smart thing to do, Audric Estime, a beast, it was hard to understand what is their plan here. And it's like it was a, you know, you go into a restaurant, and let's say it's a smorgasbord. It's a, it's a buffet, but it's, it's steak here. It's seafood over here. It's pasta in the middle. Sushi somewhere in there, too. You can get you an omelet made over here. It's it's like, what is it? What are you trying to do? What are, What is it we're doing here? That's, that's what the mess was at Notre Dame this year. I could not figure out what their M.O. was. Score the ball? Okay, that's fine. Good goal there. Score the ball. But what are you doing? And that transition just did not happen like I, I thought it would be more of an impact. I'd be guilty of that. One thing I did notice, though, during the season, Sam Hartman, as much as I appreciate him and his character and how hard he works and his career and all that, I do, I do. His arm talent was more limited than I thought. And maybe that was covered up by the way they ran their offense at Wake Forest with the claw offense. But with the, 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 the mesh series that they would run and things like that. And maybe that covered up out-and-out pro-style arm strength, arm talent that he had. He had kind of a... Hartman does something with his shoulder that is a little unorthodox when he's throwing the football. I don't know if you've noticed that, but I have. But I hope he has a fantastic career. I'm a big fan of, of Sam Hartman. I'm a big fan of Sam Hartman. But the critique that it wasn't the impact as anticipated, that's fair. That is incredibly fair. Now, does that have to mean that Riley Leonard will end up the same way and the impact will not be what you thought it would be? I mean, it doesn't have to be that way. It might. I'll say this. If you're Notre Dame, would you rather have Riley Leonard or not have him? Would you Would you rather have, let's just stick with our kids here, some of them who we think have good futures like Kenny Menchie and C.J. Carr coming in, etc. Or would you... Bring in Riley Leonard, knowing maybe the Sam Hartman thing did not impact as tremendously as hoped. But does that mean you don't go after Riley Leonard just because this happened previously? I mean, I think if you can take Riley Leonard in with their situation at quarterback, there's a gap there. Manchie's probably not ready. Carr is a true freshman beginning in January. I think you have to take in a proven talent at quarterback like Riley Leonard. One question I meant to ask and I didn't. Xavier Watts, their safety, who made All-American team, who's had a really interesting career starting as a wide receiver. They recruited him out of Nebraska and never really got much time at receiver. Moved him to safety, and it's taken a couple of years. And then this year he just exploded, and he was in that Riley Leonard video where he announced he was coming back. I don't. Does that mean he's coming back, or is that – I don't know. Allen in Tampa, Bill, Notre Dame, where quarterbacks go to die. 
<laughs> well, and if Riley Leonard does uh, not move the needle, uh, I'm sure we'll hear about it. <laughs> Notre Dame is so much fun, man. I that there's. Have you ever noticed that the news media in general, as big as Notre Dame is as a brand, the average news media or talk show guy doesn't ever know much about They know Notre Dame. They know there's a history there. They know that Notre Dame had won a national championship in a while and or a Heisman in a while. They know all that, the general stuff. But they don't know anything about current players or staff members i just they just don't it's i've always found that interesting how how could there be such a big brand and the general sports media be so ignorant got to remember ignorant means unlearned about Notre Dame i've i've never been able, i noticed that i knew it before but when i got to doing the serious show which would have been january of 04 the first the first days i noticed it even more how that was just a big gap there the the, the general and i'm talking about more the, not the local media but i mean the national media just not not a whole lot of knowledge about it at all not at all Tomorrow, we'll be here at the Wilco Kiosk before we head off to the Omni for Commitments. And the schedule will be the regular schedule. We'll have TJ Pittenger with us checking in. We'll have Mr. Dave Hooker off the hook sports covers Tennessee. And uh, J.C. Sherbert will check in. I might reach out for you, Bulldogs. I may reach out to Rusty just to get his angle on the Dylan Rayola topic. Yeah, we had Griff on Tuesday. Griff is not Mr. Recruiting Guru Guy. That is not what he does. We talked about the uh, story and everything, but with Rusty, you can peel back the onion on that topic, recruiting topics in general. Might do that. Might reach out and see if we can get Rusty to uh, give us 12, 10, 12 minutes or something tomorrow. We've, we've got a gap in there. We can place that. Friday from bar lines, the schedule will be the same other than Kevin Hagan. He is off this week. No Kevin this week. He'll be back next week. But Ole Miss Evie, Coach Pete. Coach Pete's going to come by Thursday and be in the Bill King suite too to uh, talk to you guys. You guys want to hang out and – Talk to Coach Pete, ask him football. Coach Pete, if you want, could do 20 hours with you, just on your topic. It could just be, you're there at commitments, you have your team, that is your topic. Coach Pete could do 20 hours on that. You don't even have to be all-encompassing. It could just be, my team is school XYZ, uh, here's 20 hours. You want more? He could, he could give you. He could give you all that, but he'll be there hanging out. If you want to chop it up with Coach Pete, then then do it. Jeff, too, said, Bill, I know don't short Tesla. used to be a big thing on your show, but just for the short term, shorting Tesla may be profitable. Breaking news, Tesla recalled more than 2 million vehicles to fix a function designed to ensure drivers are focused 
when using its autopilot feature. Yeah, I haven't said don't short Tesla in a while, have I? How did I get away from that? Maybe maybe because it was time to start shorting Tesla. I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I like the concept somewhat, but I don't know. I guess in at some point, we're all going to be forced to drive an electric car. It may be, it may be, maybe, maybe my generation's gone by then, maybe. But I'm just wondering, that autopilot thing, it sounds so perfect. You just hop in and the car knows what to do, Bill. It sounds like a lot of problems there. Would you trust an autopilot? Let's say you're going to take a trip. And it's a eight-hour drive. That's about what it takes for me to get to the Emerald Coast. Eh, six and a half to eight hours, depending on stops. How many times you want to stop at Bucky's? Would you trust that going down the interstate at seventy miles an hour? You're just sitting there. I don't think I would. We'll get the break. Coming right back. Presented by the place where we're going to be starting tomorrow for a couple of days. Commitments. The Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Trying to clean up an accident over here on 40 going westbound, right at 2nd and 4th Avenue, right before you get to the south loop. Again, it's in its cleanup stages. Traffic's still a bit heavy coming down through Madison on 65 southbound all the way down to Trinity Lane. Still some volume coming in through Hermitage Donaldson on 40 westbound as you come past the airport. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. Check them out today at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Bob Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet 
filet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. Grind into the holiday season with your Memphis Grizzlies this Friday when they host Dylan Brooks and the Houston Rockets on Memphis Grizzlies Ford Scholars Night presented by Ford and your Mid-South Ford dealers. Arrive early. First 5,000 will receive Grizzlies holiday wrapping paper. Get hyped. Get ready for a star-studded show and secure your tickets today by calling 901-888-HOOP or visiting grizzlies.com. Music City Todd approved. The Bill King Show. Jeff Two said, Bill, Bruce Pearl being accused of doing some of the same things they're talking about Michigan doing. And it says, and it's a long article, that Bruce Pearl, my boy, remember they got him for the weenie thing. Too many weenies on a Saturday on the grill, so they docked him. Got fired by Tennessee for lying about it. Says Auburn is the team at the center of some spying allegations. This is a Dan Wolk, and I know all you guys just love Dan. (laughs) According to six people affiliated with his story, Talking about different SEC programs, I believe in this case they're talking about basketball. Yes. Bruce Pearl is one they're talking about. During a tense moment, according to people with knowledge of the meeting, then-coach Frank Martin implored his colleagues to stop with anonymous sniping and say what they wanted to say. The SEC wanted somebody to turn them in so they could put a name behind the accusation, said one person who was in the room at the time, but nobody would do it. I don't know anything about this. 
really. This is the first I'm seeing it. But regardless of the story and what may come of it someday, I'm a Bruce guy. Even if Bruce is I'm I'm with Bruce even if he's guilty. I will endorse how many weenies over the limit he's supposed to have. How about that? Jim down in Jupiter, Bill, I would not trust autopilot yet, but I will at some point. I can't wait for the day I can go watch a game at Doak, get into the beers, and just hit autopilot to take me home. Well, they let, I don't even, is that, if you're on autopilot, can you pull out a few beers on the way? I don't know if, I don't know what the rule is there. What? The, what I guess that's a state-by-state thing, but. I don't know. I, I've thought about Tesla and electric cars and all that, and you see them, right? Everywhere you go, you see the Teslas. I'm just not sure I'm into it. Don't know if that'll be a thing. Now, now if they force us, you think, you think in 10 years we'll all be forced to have it? I don't know if we'll be there that fast. 20 years? Yeah, probably. Here's the scary thing, too, about the electric cars. You realize that once we get there, those cars will be full of information-gathering items. They will know where you are at all times, what you're doing in that car. That's where we're going. It's a scary thought. Let's say you're in trouble or they suspect you of something. They can control if that car leaves your garage. They can control how far you go down the street. That is a scary thing. I know that's a conspiracy thing. We're getting into conspiracies here on the show. But that's uh, that's what the goal is. Let's say you tweeted something that wasn't quite uh, with the program. Good luck getting to the grocery store. Or good luck going in that grocery store and your card working. We monitor that too. That's the that's one of the reasons um that's one of the reasons I'm not quite into this. Because that is the goal. That is 100% the goal. Let's say, Bill, uh, you weren't all in on that COVID thing, were you? Yeah, I remember that. Back back in 2020, 21, Bill, you said you weren't into it. You weren't buying into all that stuff. Well, guess what? Good luck getting to the Omni. Let's see if your electric car will get you out of Franklin. <laughs> yeah. We'll straighten you out there, baby. We will absolutely straighten you out. Jim says, Bill, I'm talking about drinking before, not in the car. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're not driving. But I, yeah, that probably wouldn't be a good idea. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Time in Myrtle Beach. If my car is on autopilot, I'll be in the back seat with a bourbon in my hand and also watching the TV. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. But, yeah. Allen in Tampa, Bill, my wife doesn't trust my driving, much less autopilot. No electric junk for me. 
I repeat, my hesitation is mainly the intrusion, which is part of this whole transition. That's my, that's my biggest complaint. If it was just, hey, have at it, it's free, it's uh, it's free country, get yourself an electric car, might be the way to go, okay. That ain't what this is about, y'all. <laughs> you better you better take note. That ain't what it's about. No. You, you notice through the last four to five years places where they're not so friendly about cash only? Have you noticed at Publix? There's some lanes there. The check the self checkout. You can't use cash. It's card only. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? Info. Yep. I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying. I'd rather be in a gas guzzling Ford F two fifty. Driving down the interstate, or a big 350 like Allen has, the big massive one, spending a hundred and something bucks on gas than an electric car where they're all up in your business. That's just me, though. That's just me. I'd, I'd take one in. We're, we're taking a uh, Toyota 4Runner into Commitments. That is the 4Runner that Brandon King bought from Jeff, too. It's been a phenomenal. That might be the best type SUV you could get is the full runner. Hoptown Boy says, Bill, those cars can track you right now. It's called OnStar. Correct. OnStar was a really good idea way back, right? Yeah. They're not going to use it for that. That's just for safety, Bill. They wouldn't use it for that. About to be at the Omni, that's what I know. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Trying to clean up an accident over here on 40 going westbound, right at 2nd and 4th Avenue, right before you get to the south loop. Again, it's in its cleanup stages. Traffic's still a bit heavy coming down through Madison on 65 southbound all the way down to Trinity Lane. Still some volume coming in through Hermitage Donaldson on 40 westbound as you come past the airport. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. Check them out today at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. This is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. 
Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its growler filling station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Callaway Paradigm Woods, forged carbon for unparalleled distance and forgiveness. Now up to $100 off. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series Laser Rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home with a 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Got biscuits, kitchen notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel does, and Bill King loves them all. You ever seen the picture of this Joey Slackman kid? He's the D lineman from Penn. That everybody's recruiting. He's 6'4", 300, and he is jacked up. He's got, they're saying, close to 30 offers, and apparently Auburn is one of the more recent offers. I think everybody's offered him, or most everybody. I don't know if Alabama has or Georgia. Don't know about that, but but he's got some substantial offers and he is jacked up. This guy is a mean-looking dude. There are dudes that aren't in the SEC, Big Ten, Big 12, Pac-12 when it was a thing, ACC. There, there are dudes that aren't in those leagues. Usually it's a situation where it's a guy who wasn't physically mature, at the same rate and age as some others. And then in college, their body and their abilities 
does a transformation. Maybe a guy was 6'1", 225 as a high school senior, and he played on the line. Well, that's not attractive. And then the summer after his senior year, he's 260 and he's 6'2". And he goes, and let's say he signs an Ivy League deal, or he goes to a Mac school. While at the Mac school, his sophomore year, he's 6'4", 290, and he's starting to eat people alive. That's the rare example, and that doesn't happen a lot, but that's how that develops. You'll have a defensive end who in high school was six one and a half, one ninety five, very athletic, but not enough lead in his britches, not attractive, and he plays with his hand in the dirt, goes to a JUCO or a small school, and he's six three and a half, two sixty five, and he's a five technique. Rush defensive end who destroys quarterbacks. That's how those stories develop. And every year there's going to be a a dude or a couple of dudes like that in a league and some dude you'd ever heard of and absolutely some dude that you don't remember in recruiting. That's always going to happen. Now, the trick is getting your hands on that. I mean, how many people wanted Jared Burse out of high school? How many of you knew who Braden Fisk was? when he was getting recruited and going to Western Michigan before his last year, and then everybody wanted him. Well, this Joey Slackman kid, he's got everybody after him. Yeah, everybody, everybody after him. No Kev up in Chicago. Bill saw a news clip of a guy who had to replace the battery on his, what, ION, it was 50K to replace. He said, I saw another where the F-150 EVs are just sitting, collecting dust at dealerships. They're literally trying to give them away. I saw that, too. Yeah, I saw that, too. The GOAT said Bill, that Penn lineman actually went to Penn to wrestle, ended up playing football also there, and actually ended up being really good. Yeah, it's it's always a roundabout story. This kid that really burst on the scene at Notre Dame about halfway through the year, two-thirds of the way through the year, the wide receiver, is a kid who went to Notre Dame to play, wasn't it lacrosse? Kind of like Tyler Buckner's going to do. Walked on to the football team and was an impact guy. Heck, I remember them talking about him in August. He is their best, probably, deep threat on that team. And he's from the Fort Lauderdale area. They think he's got a really good future. Very good. Jim and Jupiter, Bill Ford is in deep financial trouble because of their push to EVs. Yeah, I've been reading about that. I haven't owned Ford stock, which the symbol's pretty simple. It's F. That's the symbol for Ford in the uh, stock exchange. I remember 20, 25 years ago buying some of that stock. It, it's, uh, it was always boring. It would just sit around. I don't, I don't like stuff like that. I'm, I'm, I like action. That's why I like to get into options. That's fun. That's fun. It's also very very volatile <laughs> and oftentimes not so good volatile tomorrow we'll be at the wilco kiosk
Dave Hooker, T.J. Pittenger, Daisy Sherbert, and also I'm going to try Rusty, see if I can get him tomorrow as well. You know, Rusty Manziel now with on three. Lashbaugh, 